searching for meaning and hope is a place where voices rise. Welcome to the Repurpose Podcast Network, your haven for podcasts that envelops the everyday lives of believers. Shows about relationships, news, sports, and so much more. With so much negative content defining the Black experience, controlling the narrative is on the forefront. Be amplified, elevate, empower Black creators to share with the world their thoughts and ideas. Tune in and unlock a world of captivating content that entertains and uplifts. The Repurpose Network. One message, many voices. The movement launches September 12th, 2023. Welcome to the Church Sound Podcast. Part of the Repurpose Network. Where kingdom culture, real life, and technology intersect. I'm your host, Prentice Thompson. And what we do, we talk to real people, pastors, leaders, engineers, tech people, manufacturers, worship leaders, all about church, technology, and provide solutions for a successful Sunday morning service. You ready? It's time yes. to Yes, welcome to another edition of the Church Sound Podcast. I am your humble host, Mr. Prentice Thompson. And you know, I love when I applaud for myself. But I'm going to, wherever you are, if you're driving, don't grab the wheel, but applaud in your heart. Like, applaud in your, put a smile on your face. Smile to someone. Say hello. Say good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Hey, listen, we have a great show for you. I say this all the time. Um, I've never been wrong in this regard. I have great guests on the show. I've never been wrong in the sense that, you know, I appreciate you guys listening. I appreciate you guys sharing and being involved with all with everything we're doing. This is second episode of season four. Would you believe this is season four? Season four. You know, we're over 250 episodes of the Church Sound Podcast, and it's all because of you. So I want you to continue the momentum and like, share, review. And I want to bring on somebody who, who's been on the show before, but I love to build with people. And this is a brother that I've been building with. So, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, cats and dogs of all ages, let's welcome to the program Christopher Franklin from the Inspire Media Conference. Welcome aboard, yeah, sir. Greetings, greetings. So glad to be here. Always <laughs> a pleasure to be in your presence. So I hear the second time you're on the show, you get a, a coffee mug that says Church Sound Podcast. Is that right? <laughs> you know what? We could do that. We could do that. We could do that. You know, and, I, you know, and, I, and I'll deliver it in okay. person. You know, I'll, I'll, I, will, I will hand deliver it. I'll hold you to it. <laughs> how you been? How you doing, doing well. Staying very, very busy uh, communicating with people. I actually had someone... Who uh, you know, people message me about the conference, but I had someone reach out to me uh, this week just wanting prayer for the loss of a spouse. And so that's what it's about. You know, as much as we put out marketing material and things to make you laugh and share uh, other content creators that are pushing positivity, what we want is engagement, real authentic engagement that change lives, that inspire people. So, you know, it's, it's not just a tagline, you know, let's inspire the world together. It's how to right. create media content, how do we produce sound and, and music videos and social media reels 
to really change the hearts and minds of people. You know, my my I shared with you, my sister-in-law, sister-in-law just passed away a couple of mm. weeks ago and she had this saying and she would always say, I'm here to make Jesus famous. That was her line. You know, so I take that I take that that saying and I apply it to technology. We're using technology to increase to make Jesus more famous than he already there is, is. and to make, make people more aware of who he is through our gifts and talents, using technology, using all the th- social media, social, all the things that we talked about, video, audio, all the things that we do. You know, we kind of take those things for granted because we breathe this stuff. Mm-hmm. And inside of the church, we found that us creatives have to, cre- have to, <laughs> have to talk with people mm. who don't get it. And bridging that gap is always can be challenging. Right. Um and which which is why which which is why I believe like that your conference is a is a bridge. Yeah. Yeah, most definitely. I totally hundred percent agree. Welcome um, to the church sound podcast. May not ever you know, take that formal Where kingdom culture, real life, and technology you know, intersect. I'm your host, service. Prentice Thompson. Uh, what we do? We talk to real people, pastors, leaders, engineers, tech people, manufacturers, worship leaders, all about church, technology, and provide solutions for a successful Sunday morning service. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. I mean, Jesus it's time to do Let's go. People should know you are a Christ follower but not just you using uh, scripture. You know, it's in your actions, it's what you post. Right. Uh, it's right. how you engage with people. Uh, a random prayer sometimes, you know, life's challenges, when they begin to stack up on you, you know, sometimes you just need someone to be there. Mm-hmm. And that showing up is an act of, of, uh, of love, compassion, and being Christ-like. Yeah. I, you know, the thing is, is like, Everyone gets 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 to a place where they want to make a difference, right? Us professionals and other walks of life, right? What was the biggest why for you to step into this field of this conference? Right? What what was the what was the why for you? Well, it's a history with that. I mean, it just became very natural to me because of my background as a preacher's kid. You know, my mom is a pastor. My great. Dude, I did not know you were a PK. <laughs> oh, yeah. I didn't know you was a PK. Hey, yeah, don't, don't, okay, don't, we, do a okay, don't do a background check. Don't do a background We brothers. We brothers. We brothers for real. I'm a PK too, brother. <laughs> yes, indeed. Most most definitely. Um, yeah, my mom's a pastor. My grandfather is a pastor. Was was a pastor. He's passed. My uh, brother-in-law's a pastor. My brother's a pastor. My sister's a pastor. Uh, my sister-in-law is a pastor. <laughs> so, and this is, you know, this is just the first tier. You know, when you start to talk about uh, uncles and so forth and so on, you just really talk about how, you know, you know, and understanding, um, you know, everything from church politics uh, to the um, uh, many of the the, the rituals that kind of take place. And you know, there's there's a time and place for that, but understanding the heart of what you know, uh, at, you know, church is supposed to be aspirationally, uh, and mm-hmm. then understanding the gift of media that I feel like, you know, God has given me, uh, and pairing those two together over my career and, and getting in the news industry working a couple of TV stations in college and then 
starting my own production company ad agency and then coming full circle to a space where my gifts and my understanding of what God wants us to do and what we want me to do personally. I think ultimately there's, it's a whole list. I mean, I can give very, I can give a, a lot of stories as to how I arrived here, but it just feels like there's a time and a place that, you know, God has led me to, to be here doing this for the fifth time, you know, Inspire Media Conference. Um, so the fifth time, I know COVID was a skip year, right? Uh, COVID actually the first, cause you know, COVID impacted the Inspire Media Conference twice. You know, when we, when it first hit, I had so many things in motion. We just committed to complete a hundred percent, um, online conference. There was no in-person. And then I did uh, skip a year and then we came back with not as big as a, as a presence as we once were, but it was a kind of a hybrid model which was very complicated with Zoom rooms and people attending virtually and then making the in-person experience something that people valued. So, yeah, man, it's it's every year it feels and looks a little different, but it's listening to how people want to engage. You know, I had a pastor friend who is planting a church and he he did a survey with one of some of his most dedicated members and he asked him if they wanted an in-person Bible study or a virtual Bible study. And these are dedicated members and 95% of them said they wanted virtual. And so you're talking about building and launching and planting a church to be in a community, but the people who are engaged and involved prefer virtual. So that was just an interesting, interesting survey. Interesting survey. Mm -hmm. Wow. You know what? That's probably has, it probably has a lot to do with, how, when the world shifted in 2020, where we were, all of us were virtual. And what happens is, I think a lot of times you get comfortable with not having to get dressed, not having to show up somewhere, not having to meet people, shake hands, and all those types of things. You get comfortable being by yourself. It's I, I kind of look at it as the cell phone, as it's not even a cell phone anymore, the smart device. Mm-hmm. It more or less gave us more access but separated us all at the same yeah. time. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 that that dual that the dual purpose of it is to connect us and separate us. So that's that's the first time I've heard of that that people want a Bible study, mm-hmm. but they only want it virtually. That, that, and that connection is weird. It's um, and when I owned my production company, I was hired to do a, quite a few freelance projects, and not to freak anybody out, but you know, I, I was hired to do a um, for doctors learning about surgeries. Um, there was a cadaver cadaver surgery kind of experience where I'm the only one in the room with like 12 dead bodies, but I have a camera and my camera is shooting parts of the body and incisions where they're back in another room. All the doctors are in like a, a, a an auditorium watching the video on a, on a full screen. Watching the video through the lens of the camera, I'm good. Like I'm not as connected. But when I oh. when I look directly at the body, I'm like, okay, this is throwing me a little bit. So, so, but but there is a way. Obviously, that lens focused on that incision in the in the other room gave them great value and understanding. So, how video is being used looks and feels different depending on where the person is. Uh, where, where they are, 
what the group, what the setting is like and, and understanding right. how all that stuff connects or doesn't connect and people's and human behavior all comes yeah. into play, you know, and trying to get people everything from stop to scroll to be able to condition their timeline, hide things, show less of things, because, you know, as, as algorithms begin to show you more half naked ladies in the real, you have to tell them, no, I don't want to see that. Otherwise you begin to, <laughs> you know, contort your right. mind. So there's, I mean, right. understanding all of that is important because it, you want to understand how people are being influenced and how can you change hearts and minds if you don't understand how they're ingesting media or how they're engaging with people in person or how they're doing both in different times of the day and, and how, how many hours they spend on there. all that data, all that research all the understanding of how media influences the world is important if you want to change the world, if you want to inspire the world, right. if you want to motivate the world. Right. So how how have you used that information um, for this year's conference? Because I'm pretty sure that the planning and well, technology then and now we're in a different place, same equipment, but, you know, different place. How, how have you used these algorithms, your, your data, to help you with the planning of this conference. So I leaned into real life situations, real people. What what they the speakers that are coming were strategically chosen because of the uh, experience they had in their space. So, for example, uh, Lauren Reedy, uh, she owns a production company, ad agency. She's a public speaker. She used to be in news journalism, and so heart stories, emotionally engaging stories that she would tell, she's translated a lot of those things into how she connects and works with clients, and then she's a believer. Um, so there are a lot of people who want to understand how to tell the depth of a story, and she's going to give real-life examples of how some of those, telling some of those stories changed her. And so all those con content creators out there who want to understand, and there are a lot of journalists out there who do their own media outside of, you know, local television stations or even network level. And so I think what mm -hmm. she will bring real life experiences, uh, both in the news industry and in her, in her own business, I think we're go it's going to completely change how people, you know, perceive their life and what impact they can have. Um, a, a more, I don't even really want to say controversial, but it's just a lot of uh, depth, you know, race in America, you know, this is the beginning of August. And we just dealt with uh, Montgomery, Alabama, and the and the and the folding chair <laughs> that has gotten more attention than oh, and, and the oh, guy swimming across. Well, anyway, so with with race in America, um, uh, you know, my good friend Joey Selipek, when I first got in the business as the art director at a station here in Memphis, uh, he was the chief meteorologist, and so I did some promos with him, and I won my second Emmy Award with with him. And so I know him personally, white guy. Um, he tweeted something and it was during an NBA playoffs game. And, um, the recipient of that tweet, Draymond green, um, you know, the, the world began to call my friend, Joey Sullivan, a racist because of the tweet. And so how social media can go really, really, really wrong. Now is Joey, is he apologetic? Is he, is he understanding now what he what he said? I mean, part of that is what he's going to be discussing uh, and how that impacted his faith. You know, he wrote a little booklet called um, A God of Unsignaled Left Turns. So he's very much a faith, a believer guy. But for a, a tweet to go 
infamously bad go wrong, um, ending up you know being suspended and losing his job. This is in September seventh uh, when he comes and speaks that evening. It'll be almost eighteen months, a year and a half since he was removed from the Memphis area. One of the most popular Memphis meteorologists kind of ever to come through here. And so wow. he's speaking from a real life, okay, social media is not a game. Um, it will impact you, your career, but also your family and people you thought you were friend, you were friends with. And so he's going to be very candid about all that stuff, a uh, very open dialogue, um, you know. And then there's professionals out here, you know, Justin Nava, Nava Church Marketing out of Houston, exceptionals not only is the exceptional speaking understanding of how to connect with people engage with people but how to actually get people to physically come into your space you know your church you know how to market your church and i mean like again i could i could go on and on and of course yourself i'm excited about your podcast <laughs> your live podcast and what you're going to talk about with podcast again why this platform is so powerful you know this just it, like i said every keynote speaker is strategic for what I've perceived, what I've seen in the industry and how this, this year, a lot has changed in a year. I mean, yeah. my goodness. Yeah. 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 So if the, um, if you had to name the energy behind what's going on, what would you name it? Like, what would you categorize? I mean, besides inspiring, besides inspiring. <laughs> yes. Besides, besides, besides inspiring. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I do it with love. And so I think this is a, a authentic, um, a loving, um, um, you know, I wish, I wish people to be, to live up to what God has called them to be. Right. Mm. Um, so if I had to say, if, if it was one verb, um, and then, like I said, that's why I believe it's inspired. Um, I would say, you know, let's let's love together. Let's let's love the world back to hell. I mean, I guess love is the verb. Um, and my wife, you know, our song was. I can't. Remember, what's the guys that sings the song? This is why I love you. Okay, I can't sing, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> so that song for me is powerful because I was in kind of a broken place when I met. Her. Major. 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 Yeah, yeah, major. Yeah, yeah. See, that's why I don't I don't I don't do music. But <laughs> but uh she uh, you know, people think that song is this is why I love you because you love me. No, you don't love somebody because they love you, but you do, meaning she loved me and my brokenness back to health. And then when I became healthy, I then can love her. You know, like yeah. it's it's like she took the time to love me. And so what we can do, just like the guy who messaged me with the loss of his wife, an act of love, typing in and praying for him and then giving him a resource where he can plug in. I, I sent him a link to Stephen Ministry, which is one on one Christian care. It's not a counselor, but it is someone walking through a very difficult time with you. That's that's love in essence, you know, praying for them, but then next steps. So with social media, with podcasting, you're connecting with them, but what's the next step? Right. Right. You know, you, you got to lead people somewhere. 
Um, and I, I find it really important, like the the the, the emails that I get or, or that I normally get are normally about like tech questions. You know, like how do you do this and why did you do that and how did you how did you make mm-hmm. your camera look like this and those types of things. But that's just a gateway for me to talk. Amen. To. You know, the message is a gateway for me to talk to. Like my whole, my whole, who I talk to on a daily basis is usually young men, and and they and they and they gravitate towards me. But I use what they like mm-hmm. to talk to them. Yeah, because I love sports, I love music, and our podcasts. Right, so they have something. They they want to know something. They want to they want to get information from me. I use the information to get to them so I can show them manhood. Yeah. Up, up close, and I, I kind of get that from your from your from your description with churches. It's like you're trying to get the information to them so you can minister to them up close with the information that you're providing at this conference. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's it's just like my original marketing was not to buy an email list or to um, you know, an email list of fifty thousand people. Like, I want people who want to be in, like, even if it's a small group, to me, it's about impact. You know, it's not just about, you know, my, my pastor said there's no impact without contact, but you want people that you contact with to want to be in contact with you. And you have to give them authentic, real reasons to connect with you. Like, you know, if we watch Marvel movies or we go bowling or, like you said, you like tech stuff, you know, all, all those stuff are just, opportunities to to connect with someone you know and then spread the love of Christ and inspire them to do the same to the next person right so tell us about the first day what's happening on the first day of the conference first day of the conference uh just added um you know my partner since the very very beginning my first inspire media conference was held at the diversified offices here in Memphis, Tennessee. Uh, they've been a partner with, with me throughout, and they have confirmed that even before the conference starts, so from 12 on September 7th, from 12 Central Standard Time to 5, they'll have a demo, a rig set up with you know, LED screens, uh, microphone, speaker system. And this is primarily for the small church market because those are the ones who have the most questions because they don't have the resources. And so he's right. turning the chapel into, if you were to set up your small church environment, what are some of the basics? What are some quality low-end entry points that you could then scale up if you needed to? You know, And so that's cool. That's part of it. That's where it's really kicking it off is diversified. And my good friend, Jeff McGolgan, who's been with me, like I said, since the very beginning, he's going to kind of, he's going to be out there basically demoing product. And I think that's, you know, especially, like I said, not just for the small churches, but for those who are new to their roles or, or extreme volunteers sometimes don't have the time to go do the research. They get to see it, you know, up close and personal. So that's the first thing. And then uh, when we get into the, um, when we get into the, uh, let me make sure I pull this up. Right. I want to make sure I know, I'm saying who's actually first because I might get that wrong. Uh, obviously, I'm going to welcome people. So, Reverend Reverend Chad Johnson, who is a you know the community and engagement pastor, because again, it's about community. Uh, he's the one that's going to kick it off with the first keynote, and he is going to talk about what I just spoke about, which is love. You know, not likes, 
<laughs> you know, like on social, which is very popular, like love. What is the true impact of love? Um, and so I love his heart and I love his community, his, his passion for community, not just in person, but online. Um, he's even got, they've even got this external outreach ministry where they'll go to taverns and bars and call it beer and belief. <laughs> so they go out. And they wow. connect with people like in spaces. That's amazing. Yeah, you don't you don't normally see you know the, you know uh, foot soldiers. You know what I mean. So so he's kicking it off, and then Dr. Stacy Danders, a digital uh, church blog. You know what she has done with Christ Missionary Baptist Church uh, has been amazing, and she shows examples of not what upgrading your cameras can do, but what upgrading your lighting in the church will do. Because that's one the first thing you know, churches do, we need new cameras. So those oh, they'll go yes. spend all this money on cameras and maybe even the tripod, but the switcher's terrible, the lighting is terrible. So the lighting, if you have enough light and it's strategically placed, depth of field, certain color pops, you can focus people's mm-hmm. attention better through the lens. So, I mean, she may not be talking specifically about that, but she will be doing some a workshop in addition to a keynote. And I'm excited about what she brings just from real value, like real experience, people who are actually going through it, you know. Um, and then Joy Solopec will come in. I've already talked about what he is and what he's about. And so this is going to be different. I've got a DJ. Uh, I don't think this has ever been done. So if it has, message, message me. I don't know. But I got a DJ there that I just think with all the different types of uh, music out there from almost contemporary Christian, the country, the gospel, like I wanted him to just mix it, like mesh it all together. I mean, whether it sounds like Hootie and the Blowfish uh, uh, mixed in with Kirk Franklin, I want him just have a party, you know what I mean? So we're going to actually close gotcha. the night with him just having fun with, you know, good music, you know, so, yeah, and he's pretty talented. I mean, he's a frat brother too, but you know what I'm saying? He's he's a pretty talented guy. That helps. <laughs> you yeah <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. but yeah that's the first night so yeah so um so what's the second second day um uh lauren reedy who i talked about earlier she's gonna be there and then you know you're up next oh man that podcast you know we, we we've met with some people um it's 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 it's, it's the taking the it, it was at the very beginning of the pandemic when we did our um, singing moms. So it was Mother's Day and the world was shut down. So we got four moms. We had them singing in four different places. And we're going to talk about how not only the audio was merged together, but how you felt the heart of those moms either being disconnected um, from or being fearful. I'm sorry, being fearful for the world and their babies. And then also mm. one mother uh, was pregnant with a child during, you know, the pandemic, uh, ex- definitely concerned about her health, but also her, her baby's health. And so that was mm. 2020, right? That was Mother's Day 2020. And now we're in 2023. This, this mom now has two babies. And so wow. we're going to, when we talk about this, how they saw the world then, how they see the world now, you'll feel the song they sang together. And then that's just, like I said, the interview of those participants. And then, you know, we're going to, you and I and an audio engineer are going to talk about how we pulled off these four different locations from a sound perspective to make it sound like they were all together. Man, I, I, 
I have a myriad of questions. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so look, look. Uh, I'm sure people are going to be messaging in. So we will have a um, a satellite location uh, in Nashville, and they're going to. I'm sure they're going to message in with questions, and so we'll we'll feed some of those in too. Uh, and then Justin Navanava Church Marketing uh, talked about him a little bit. Uh, he'll follow you uh, that morning, and then John Gurton. He is my media media ministry mentor, the guy the guy that uh, taught me. Uh, uh, Mount Zion Church is kind of one of the mega churches, probably the largest largest church in Nashville. Uh, he ran their mm-hmm. media ministry uh, for wow. years, and he was at Tennessee State University in that media department. So now he's at Martin University in Indianapolis, um, chief of staff, executive. Ah, I'm going to get it wrong, so I'm not going to say it because he's going to beat me up. <laughs> but yeah, like. You talk about the guy who inspired the guy, like he's the one that inspired me. So I think, uh, and he's, and you, you go to, to, if you go to the Inspire YouTube page, you'll see some of his other presentations, uh, pastors, a uh, workshop on uh, media during the pandemic. And uh, yeah, so like I said, man, it's just going to be, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. I, I, I'm excited. I, I was, I was shocked that you called me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you wanted me to do what? He said, I said, you speaking to someone else. I was like, okay. It just, it just, everything kind of happened out the blue all at the same time. I'm talking, looking at my wife. I said, like, people want me to talk about what this stuff when I do. She was like, you already That's do. right. You're already in it. Yeah. So you, you'll yeah, see so. stuff that I'm not even thinking about because you're in it. And you get asked these questions all the time. So, yeah. 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 Yeah, we need we need you, man. We need you. <laughs> hey, listen, I'm so it, it, I'm I'm excited because I, I kind of looked at it like I'm attending the conference with people about a topic that I do weekly. Mm. You know what I mean? So I feel like I'm inside the bubble with the I people that really needs to hear it. So the people that are attending, the people they want they want knowledge. Yeah. They want knowledge, and I started. I started the podcast because I got tired of being one on one with people, mm. because people were just. And on top of that, I was working at B and H, and I was the church guy. <laughs> so imagine, imagine being the church guy, and I'm the and I'm the and I'm the trainer of the entire mm-hmm. audio team, staff, and I'm the church guy who understands church. And the pandemic happens. And we have to work from home, so now the trainer has to do sales. Ooh. Yeah, right. right. Yeah, that's that's different. So now they're funneling all the church guys to me from all over the world right. to answer their questions. And I was like, I should just do a podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, to answer these questions. Yeah, and that resource is always available for people. You know, Definitely. right. Right, so I'm I'm excited to share. Um, I, I'm so I'm so excited. Tell me about the uh, the location and where it's going to be. Yeah, Hope Presbyterian Church. I was on staff there for almost uh, ten years, a nine and a half years. The majority of it, I was director of media production. Um, and so, at I think it's the 19th fastest growing church in the country. But at one point, it was the lar- or still it may still be. I haven't looked in a while, but the largest Presbyterian church in the country. And so the main sanctuary seats 5,000, and it's stadium seating. um, And then there's a recording studio there. Uh, We've had 
several recording artists from Kurt Carr to uh, Darius Rucker with Julio and the Bullfish. Um, you know, who have recorded there. Like I said, it's, it's state of the art. Um, and then, you know, there are other spaces, you know, youth, youth pavilions and, um, children's spaces and, and all that. But the cool thing is for me about this church, which is why I always do it there, is it is a multi-ethnic church that is um, intentional about, you know, it's almost like if you've watched the Grammy Awards and then you go into the Grammy Awards and there's a hip hop song and then a Grammy and then there's a gospel song and then a, and a country right, song. And a country song. And so yeah. hope is very much like that. It's not like it's, you know, a mixed color, like, uh, congregation and then it's all contemporary Christian or a black church that has a sprinkle of white people in it. So to me, it's an intentional effort to, for inclusion, you know, diversity and equity is like a buzzword now, but, I, th- I think there is an intentional effort to make sure that there's, uh, you know, inclusion on stage, but not just how someone looks, but you know, how, how the music, the heart of the music, human nature is very um, human. We all have human basic needs, you know, and, you know, uh, love and, and um, many of us it's faith, but I think we make sure that we connect with the person. No, don't get me wrong. You do have to be aware of, how certain languages and conversations may uh, be divisive, um, but the, the heart of this church is to be inclusive and to connect with all of Memphis. So that's why I really love, like I said, this facility, this building, and the pastor uh, who, who is a transplant from Houston has now made this his home, and he's invested outside of just the church. So, yeah, I mean, I love it. Oh, man, I'm, ex- I'm, ex- I'm excited to... Come, I'm excited to see everything else, you know, because, you know, I love to network and talk with people and learn as well um, and be able to talk to some of these people to get them on the show as well. I think that'll be oh, definitely. amazing. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Definitely be amazing. Yeah, we got Stella so, Award winners. I'm telling you that work there. And, you know, the the guy who started, who was the one of the first um, worship directors, Christian Music Hall of Fame. I mean, it's amazing talent i mean it's crazy wow. yeah wow I'm, I'm psyched to see the studio i'm, I'm psyched to, i'm psyched to, i'm psyched to see the studio oh yeah psyched to see the studio all right so where can people register i mean you guys can go to the website if you show the link is in the show notes but just for people that like to type it out and, and on their phones or on their computer like where can they go to register? most definitely all right so Drum roll, inspiremediaconference.com is the website. Um, but if you can't remember that, just go to uh, Eventbrite and search Inspire Media. So, I mean, those are the best places to get the tickets. Uh, they do. Uh, we do have group rates of, uh, available. So tickets are $60 for a person. But if you get a group of 10, it's $360. So you get a savings. You get... Basically, buy six get four free. If you want to look at it like that, um, yeah. so churches get your teams, come learn and just network with other other media professionals, other volunteers, share stories, learn more, learn how to serve well, and um, be exposed to technology at, at a very very high level. Something you could take back to your church and utilize immediately. Uh, for immediate impact. Impact is, has been the key word of our discussion. 
it's having having an impact on what where you bring your knowledge to. So before we get out of here, we do this thing called thirty seconds and gone. So it's quick for uh, quick questions. I hope you're ready. I hope you're ready. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, uh, I am. I am not ready. Okay. Question number one: If you were an animal, what would you be? I don't know. That. that... I got an answer. I don't know. Uh, okay, so you don't know. Okay. <laughs> I told you I wasn't ready for this. Oh, my goodness. Okay, good, 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 good. Question number two. Sesame Street or Schoolhouse Rock? Sesame Street. Sesame Street, okay. Favorite sneaker as a team? Adidas. Emotional man, Adidas. AAU. I play AAU, and that's our, my favorite t- uh, team that I played with. We wore Adidas. Man. Football, basketball, football. Oh, football, baseball, football, basketball. 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 Question five: Your favorite worship leader? Hmm. Well, I'm gonna go with uh, Kurt Franklin because that was my nickname in uh, high school. Th- that was your nickname in high yes, school. It was. Kirk Franklin. Wow. I'll tell you about it later. Unless you want me to tell you about it. <laughs> I hope it's not height. It's not no, height, right? No, no, no. Okay. No, no, nothing to do with height. Nah. I mean, I'm 6'4", though. I don't know if you knew. I, I, mean, I, I know. I said, no, no, it, no, it can't be. I'm like, he's like big. No, no I, I played um, uh, basketball all four years. The team was amazing. At the time I was there, four jerseys of my teammates were retired. So we were really good. But uh, my wow. freshman year, I didn't play on the freshman team, but I played junior varsity. And so my family would come and, you know, somewhat of a large family, six of us total. And not many people attended the JV game. So one of my teammates, uh, when I would get on the court, they'd say, there goes Kirk on the floor and point at the audience in the, in the, in the stands. There's his family, Kirk and the family. So for four years, I was oh, Kirk, the, Kirk Franklin and the family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was it. That's hilarious. That was it. Well, there it is, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, cats and dogs of all ages. Make sure you go to the show notes, um, click the link, register, attend. Um, looking forward to seeing your face in the place. But until then, see, like we always say, keep God first in everything you do. See you next time on the Church Sound Podcast. <laughs>